Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. He spends all of his fall and winter at Arrowhead. And Arrowhead, Jiha, Kiha, whatever stays. <laughs> and is plugged into the Chiefs like no one else. I'm just letting everybody know, Veach thinks he's a star. It's 4 o'clock on Friday, and Nate Taylor from The Athletic joins Dot on the drive. All right, Nate Taylor, I would usually give you a really nice and long introduction. We got so much to get into. So let's start with this, Nate Taylor of The Athletic. Can you update us on all of the injuries? Because we have found out that Joe Tooney is not going to play in this game. We have also found out that Derek Noddy isn't going to play. So a very important run-stuffing defensive tackle isn't going to play. Your best offensive lineman isn't going to play in this game. Pacheco Mm -hmm. is questionable. You are out there. You're as sourced. You know that building better than anybody. How are the Chiefs feeling? What's the status for the injuries heading into Sunday's AFC title game? Yeah. um, Isaiah Pacheco will play on Sunday. Uh, He told us that uh, Wednesday, I believe. Um, The the one positive is that Mike Edwards, the starting safety, who's really played well since Brian Cook's injury, um, he appears to be trending to be cleared of percussion out of the least – uh, concussion protocol, excuse me, by tomorrow, right? Uh, he had a full participation in today's practice. The last step basically is to make sure that he is still uh, at his cognitive baseline tomorrow. Um, the team could have a walkthrough, but they could have – he'll meet with the, the doctors and, and the team neurologists basically um, to be clear to concussion protocol. So that's the that's probably the biggest positive Um in terms of everything else, I mean, I, I expect Rasheed Rice to have the same production, even though he's beyond the injury report for essentially the entire postseason. Um, Willie Gay, I think, is the clear toss-up, right? He didn't participate in today's practice. Uh, that was mostly done as out of, out of precaution. Um, he was limited Wednesday, and he was limited Thursday. Uh, what I think is the case is, does he get through the warm-up okay, and then the question becomes, if Willie Gay is active, how many snaps can he give you? You know, uh, he's fully healthy. We all know his role would be to spy on Lamar Jackson, to sort of take away running lanes from the perimeter. Uh, can he give you 10 to 15 decent snaps if he's out there and he's available and his neck injury doesn't sort of get re-aggravated? So um, the positive is Mike Edwards will likely be in uniform on Sunday. Uh, no Joe Tooney, no... Uh, Derek Nadi, you need those guys in the trenches. It's unfortunate. And then, of course, the big question mark will be Willie Gay. Let's say that Willie Gay can't play in this game. What do you think is the bigger loss for the Chiefs? Do you think it's Tooney not playing or Willie Gay not playing? Um, I believe it's probably Willie Gay just because you need as much speed, versatility, um, and just pure athleticism to match Lamar Jackson, particularly when he gets through the first level, right? I think the Chiefs can do a pretty good job generating pressure, whether that's uh, Spag- you know, Steve Spagnuolo, the defensive coordinator, calling some creative blitzes, or if that's just your four-man rush of Charles Aminahue, Derek Nottie, um, excuse me, Charles Aminahue, uh, Chris Jones, of course, uh, Mike Dana is who I was trying to reference, and then obviously George Kowalczyk. That's obviously their, their speed package uh, to try to get as much immediate pressure as possible. Um, but they've asked a lot out of Drew Tranquil. It's one of the most shrewd signings that Steve, uh, that Steve Spagnuolo and Brett Veach sort of collaborated on in the offseason. 
um, asking Drew Tranquil to 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 be as productive, if not more productive than Willie Gay in his absence is going to be quite a tall order. Um, I have a lot of uh, faith and confidence, I guess you could say, in the fact that because Nick Allegretti has been in the system five years now, because he's been a starter in postseason games, because he played so well even when Joe Tooney went down in the fourth quarter of last week's game, um, and of course, you know, playing with Patrick Mahomes, understanding the protection scheme, I think you should be – I think the Chiefs should be pretty safe there. Um, they might not be able to run block as well because Joe Tooney's just so uh, technique sound, both pass blocking and run blocking. But I think the bigger issue might be um, all of a sudden it's Leo Chanel and Lamar Jackson in space, and we know who the advantage is. It might be Lamar Jackson and Drew Tranquil, and we know what the advantage to that is too. So – uh, they're going to need a lot of help from from multiple defenders in the second and the third level to contain Lamar Jackson. And, of course, you still have to cover uh, his receivers because this is the best collection of pass catchers he's have, including Mark Andrews coming back into the full in you know, his first game since his uh, massive ankle injury earlier this season. I asked Nick this question. I want to get your take on it. He said that he thinks the 2018 Patriots are the best team that Patrick Mahomes has gone up against. This is the best team that the Chiefs have had as the opponent mm. during this dynasty run. Who do you think is the best team that they've played? Where would you rank this Ravens team? Because we're talking about a team that was fourth in point score this year, number one in scoring defense. Have they, They've beaten nine teams that finished over 500 this year. So far, their resume is as bulletproof as you could possibly have at this point in the hmm. season. Where do you rank this Ravens team? Because you've seen all of these teams in person yes. over these last five, six years. And we're talking just specifically the AFC Championship game. No, just in, in general. Total. So you could throw Philadelphia from last year's Super Bowl or San Francisco from the first Super Bowl in the mix as well. I don't think the Tampa, the Tampa Bay, Bay team game was such one a, of the yeah, I, I, It's I don't, such an asterisk because it wasn't fair. <laughs> the man was running for his life for 60 minutes. Um, no, it's, it's a great question. I still think, and maybe this is um, me not trying to be the prisoner of the moment, I still think the San Francisco 49ers defense is was all world. I, I can't. I mean, I, I can look back here in a little bit, but, I mean, that was Nick Bosa really coming on. They had – I mean, I've said this before, but, like, D4 was, like, their fifth best pass rusher, and D4 was, like, the Chiefs' best pass rusher the year prior, um, obviously before that trade. So, I mean, Fred Warner was excellent. I mean, they they intercepted Patrick Mahomes twice in that game. I think people tend to forget that, too. Like, they were they were both able to get pressure and get turnovers, which is why it's still, to me – one of the most remarkable games of Patrick Mahomes' career because they scored three touchdowns in a matter of eight minutes with 10 minutes left to go in the fourth quarter, down 10 in the Super Bowl. Um, I don't know if the Baltimore Ravens are going to be able to get consistent pressure on Mahomes and get turnovers. I mean, that's like a perfect formula. And again, the 49ers still lost by double digits. And you have to remember, that's young Debo Samuel, that's George Kittle in his prime, um, they still had an amazing offensive line. Yes, I understand Jimmy Garoppolo was the quarterback. It's not great, but great coach. I mean, Cal Shanahan could scheme it up. We all know this. So, like, they were almost as complete a team as you could ask for. As we talked about last year, Carrington, we found that Philly didn't play the most dominant schedule, the most difficult path to the Super Bowl. And, of course, they weren't even tested in the playoffs because they played the Giants and a 49ers team that didn't have a quarterback in the second quarter. So um, this is a worthy opponent, a worthy test. I still get the sense that, man, Baltimore is going to have to uh, manage this game, not just the emotions from the start, but I, I still want to see what they can do in a tightly contested game in the fourth quarter when the Chiefs have been in that scenario so many times. And the Ravens, not their fault, but they're re the Ravens just haven't had that level of experience. And it's a, you know, it's 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 the game of the season for them. So I think Baltimore's pretty high up there in terms of the list. I would still say the 49ers of of 19 were really good, like extremely good. And um I don't know. I mean, I think Cincinnati is still a really good team last year. I think people Tend to forget that too. Like, like Joe Burrow's great when he's healthy. Um, 
their weakness was their offensive line, which ultimately got exposed in the championship game. But they still had T. Higgins and, and Jamar Chase, and I know Tyler Boyd got hurt in that game. Um, but you know their defense was their defense was sound. Like the Chiefs only scored what twenty three points in the game. I mean, and obviously Patrick was dealing with the ankle injury, and so you you. I'm trying to remember all these things, but I would say it's somewhere between the 49ers. Maybe the Ravens are better than last year's Bengals, but it's close. And again, the Bengals at at least had been there before, has sort of proven their legitimacy. Baltimore sort of solidifies this legitimacy if they can beat the Chiefs in this type of game. Because I would like to remind the audience too, Carrington, the only time the Chiefs have lost this game is in overtime. So if the Ravens were to beat the Chiefs in regulation, that would be quite a statement that they could make heading into the Super Bowl. Right now we're joined in studio by Nate Taylor of The Athletic. Where do you think that Kansas City has an advantage in this game? I feel pretty confident about Kansas City's ability to be able to run the football in this game. Baltimore's defense is really good, but we have seen that you can run on this Baltimore team. Mm -hmm. San Francisco ran the ball against them pretty well. The Rams ran the ball against them pretty well. Yep. I would be surprised if Kansas City couldn't get the ground game going. And I understand that Joe Tooney's not going to play in this game, but if Nick Allegretti is going to play, a guy who has made 15 starts in his NFL career, a guy who has started in a Super Bowl, I'm not worried about too much of a drop-off going from Tooney and Allegretti in regards to their ability to run the football I feel pretty confident there and think that can be a potential advantage for Kansas City. If they're going to win this game, they're going to have to continue to remain balanced. Yes. I don't think this yes. is a game in which Patrick Mahomes can throw it 46 times and the Chiefs win this game. I think the formula that they had so far, it's worked. Mm -hmm. You have highlighted Isaiah Pacheco in the run game. You've got the ball to your playmakers, Rasheed Rice and Travis Kelsey. You tried to limit the mistakes of the other pieces on your offense. Yeah. It's 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 their best path towards winning. Um, you know, my guy Jeff Zerbic in in Baltimore who covers the Ravens for us, like we're 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 gonna have a a back and forth piece that comes out tomorrow, a, a full breakdown from our perspectives. And I think Jeff's right when he writes and he says that like the Ravens probably have more paths to victory. They have more ways to win. We know how the Chiefs can win. You just described it uh eloquently. And so Use Isaiah Pacheco more in the red zone. I think there's there's minor tweaks to to get this offense to be as efficient as it possibly can, given the limitations they have at the skill position group. So probably run the ball on first and second down in the red zone because the only blemish they have offensively is they've been in the red zone 10 times. They've only scored four touchdowns. Um and two of those touchdowns were scored by Isaiah Pacheco. So uh, they should probably lean on him. I mean, the burden on him and Mahomes is almost even at this point. Now, you could say, based on what the Baltimore Ravens can do from simulated pressures to five- and six-man blitzes, okay, more of the burden could be on Mahomes from a protection standpoint, making sure everybody's communicating and on the right marks. But, yeah, I agree. I don't think Patrick needs to throw the ball 40 times. He can be extremely efficient with, like, 30 to 35 attempts, right? Um, you know he can be elusive, so he'll he'll probably remove a negative play from you where he won't get sacked and he can extend the play. Um, the best thing for them is that Travis Kelsey looked really good last week, like really good, like the best I've seen him since, like, October, you know? Who do you think the bye week helped more? Do you think it helped Pacheco, Mahomes, or Kelsey? I think it helped Kelsey the most. Because um, the season was the season is so long, and I get the sense that uh, you know they have found the right play calls, uh, the right personnel groupings. They've used more two tight ends to sort of free up Kelsey, um, and then of course, like he's got a little bit more juice because he knows it's the playoffs, and he got that additional rest from not playing in the Week 18, you know, meaningless game against the Chargers, and again what that has proven is to be the right decision, right? Everybody at the time, and I understood it, was like, man, it'd be great if they could just get him 16 yards to get him another 1,000-yard another season. Well, the reason you don't do that is so that he doesn't have to take any hits, he gets rested, and all of a sudden he comes to being the best player he can be at this stage of his career at his age, um, and he's still, an, he's still an incredible route runner. You know the other advantage I think the Chiefs have, Carrington, that like very few people are – either not talking about or not willing to acknowledge, I think the Chiefs have a better secondary. 
I know Cal Hamilton is amazing. Cal Hamilton is so good. But I don't think the Ravens have played a team that has a a cornerback duo of Legereus Sneed and Trent McDuffie. And if you can cover these guys at a high level, um, it makes Lamar have to be all world. Um, and so if they take away the the easy completions or the deep passes, I don't know. I mean, the, the Chiefs tackle so well in the secondary, and they have not gotten beat deep outside of one underthrown ball where Tyreek Hill made an incredible play. So um, I know we like to talk about offense and the quarterbacks and sometimes the coaches, but I do think the Chiefs have the better secondary, especially if Mike Edwards – um, as I said earlier, is projected to be on the field because he should be able to clear concussion protocol if everything goes the way it's been trending over the last two days. That's where, at least when like kind of looking at this game, like if, if they were playing the Lions, you'd be worried about Sam Laporta. You'd be worried oh, about Amin sure. Ross St. Brown. You'd be worried about Jameer Gibbs out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. If you were playing San Francisco, they've got Christian McCaffrey, oh. Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayuk. For as good as Baltimore is, aside from Lamar, there is not another player on their team that scares me. They have a lot of really good, good players. players. Like yes. Rokon Smith is fantastic. Patrick Queen is fantastic. Kyle Hamilton, an incredible player. Yeah. Got great players on that defensive line. They don't have another game-changing player to me. They just have a lot of really good players. Say Flowers is good. Odell Beckham mm-hmm. can make a play or two. But we have seen this defense go up against guys where, hey, you guys better defend Tyree Kill because he, he can bust this game open. Or, right. or, or Devon A-Chain, who was averaging, what, seven yards of carry going into this game. That's one place that I feel really confident in. I'd be surprised if Baltimore was able to sort of run away with this game with their offense because I just don't know other than Lamar just going crazy and no offensive players really done that this year against Kansas City's defense. I just don't know who would do a lot of the the damage for Baltimore's offense. Um, It's a great point because uh, unless Mark Andrews comes back and is incredible because he was their best weapon before he got injured, and it's unfortunate that – you know, I don't expect him to be 100% given it's his first game back from a major ankle injury. Um, but that was his, that was always Lamar's go to guy. Like, man, you could plug him in for 85 yards and a touchdown pretty much every week. Now he's got to be more judicious, uh, that being Lamar Jackson, and spread the ball around and just make the right decisions over and over and over again. And of course, that's hard to do in the NFL. Um, I think the thing that should terrify the Chiefs, uh, obviously, Chiefs fans, what happens if he makes somebody miss? That is the most terrifying thing because ultimately, I remember watching the Ravens against the Jacksonville Jaguars in early December. It was a it was a Sunday night game, I believe, and Jacksonville had pretty good coverage, knew what to do, kept a, you know kept uh, kept Lamar from throwing the ball deep, and then what? We, we just had to spy on him. How did he get out? Or hey, he just made two guys miss and threw an absolute gorgeous ball that should not have been completed, hell, even attempted. Um, He was such a superstar in that game because it had to be so aggravating for the Jaguars. And that's even without their own offensive issues with Trevor Lawrence. So I think think your point is so great, Carrington, because it's like, man, it's not like you expect guys to be running wide open. But if he extends plays and doesn't take sacks and doesn't turn the ball over – um, he can continue to just make superhero play after superhero play, and all of a sudden, um, you know, the game's sort of gotten out of hand just because he is that talented. Um, now, he's not played a defense of this quality before in his postseason career, but you know he's capable of doing it. So the best thing about this matchup is how does Steve Spagnuolo continue to give him variety so that he doesn't necessarily feel comfortable, but also know, hey, we're going to make some calls to demonstrate to you that we are not afraid to come after you. Like, we're not afraid to, you know, heat you up even though you might get us on a, on a play. You know, we want the we want the ratio to be maybe two to one. Um, but I, I, do, I do think that this is a game right for Steve Spagnuolo because um, you might not like a certain call, but because he called it the quarterback, the offensive coordinator, and obviously John Harbaugh have to consider – uh, it's not going to be cover three every play. It's not going to be cover two or cover four. Like, there's going to be some wild stuff in this game. Um, but if he makes people miss, man, all bets are off. 
Right now, we're talking to Nate Taylor from The Athletic joining us in studio. You know I love my NBA comparisons. Compare Lamar's running ability to like a great NBA score. It is not realistic to go into a game thinking that you are holding Giannis to 17 points. It's just not realistic. It's not realistic to think that you are holding prime James Harden to 14 (laughs) points. Like, he is going to get his shots. Yes. The question is, can you make him work for it? He's going to get 31. Does he take 15 shots to get there or 23 shots to get there? That is a drastic difference. In this game, Lamar is going to run for at least 50 yards. How many attempts does it make and how does it happen? Is he a guy that's going to get 30 on one drive on that, you know, first drive, he gets a one big, and then you do a really good job after that? Right. How do you stop him? He's too good at it, and they are too good at scheming those runs where he's going to get one or two of those. The big thing for me is just going to be on third down. I thought what he did a really good job against Houston. Houston would get Baltimore. It's like a third and six, third and seven. And then they would lose containment. Lamar would run for a first yeah. down, or they had a couple of times where they went for it on fourth down and they run a quarterback keeper. You got Ronnie Stanley as the lead blocker. Oof. And now Lamar Jackson got 26 yards. And that's a, that's a drive that they score. Those are the runs to me that are most dangerous from him. Yeah. It, it's, um, it's gotta be so <laughs> unnerving to be like, I'm in the proper gap. I, I got the proper angle. Like we, we did everything right. It's third. And like you said, third and six, third and seven, Um, you got to tackle well. I think this is where the value of, you know, Mike Edwards, especially uh, Justin Reed. Justin Reed may not be the best coverage safety, but when he hits you, you usually go down. Um, And, you know, what he did a great job of is, hey, if Nick Bolton's getting caught up in the wash or, you know, Josh Allen is sort of going from one side to the next, they never let Josh Allen get a 20-yard gain. They always kept him to, like, that 10 to 15 range. Um, and so that's what you're hoping for so that you can play another set of downs so that you have more opportunities to make, you know, the Ravens have to earn a touchdown versus just one explosive play doing it. Um, I, I just think tackling is going to be so important. And, of course, you know, we haven't talked about the weather yet. Like, there's an expectation that it's probably going to be a little sloppy. It might rain for a considerable amount of time either before the game or, or during the game as well. Um, so, you know, don't arm tackle this guy. Like you got to put your whole body into it. Um, it's going to hurt, but there's, there's not, there's not much you can do outside of, Hey, if I've given our defense a free blitzer, if I've given Chris Jones a one-on-one, cause we got seven guys up at the line of scrimmage and they don't know who's coming and who's going great. There are so many things you can try to do. Um, but ultimately this game still comes down to blocking and tackling, and the good thing about the Chiefs last week is that they tackled extremely well against the Buffalo Bills. There's a little bit more dynamic ability from the Ravens, from Lamar Jackson on down to Zay Flowers to to I mean Isaiah likely can break ta- can break tackles as as a as a tight end who's really emerged. So. I feel like he's kind of been the forgotten player in this game because Mark Andrews is coming back. Yeah, and and look, he's he's been excellent. Um, he's probably been the the person who's grown the most over the course of the year from the Ravens. Cause I think Zay flower has been pretty consistent all year as a, as a rookie receiver. Um, it's also great that this game is like the rookie receiver battle off between him and Rasheed Rice, of course. Uh, but yeah, like the, the thing that I think the chiefs learned by the second quarter is we just got to keep everything in front of us. They cannot break tackles and get away from us. We we have a good enough team speed to chase down anybody on the Buffalo Bills who has the ball. If they figure that out and they demonstrate that in like the first 20 to 25 minutes against the Ravens, then that's a very good sign. Um, because if you can't throw over the top, you got to make people miss, you know, in one-on-one opportunities. And the Ravens have been really good at doing one or the other to an opponent. And sometimes against teams like, the Detroit Lions, they did both. And you're like, wow, they scored a bazillion points. Um, but in this type of game, I'm fascinated to see how often, to your point, do they use Lamar as a designed runner? Or is it, you know, sort of in the flow of the offense and then he can sort of create when necessary? 
Coming up on the other side, I want to talk to you about what this game means for each respective quarterback. Both of them are going to have two MVPs. Obviously, Mahomes has had the postseason success, and Lamar Jackson has it. I want to get your opinion on what this game means for each of the individual quarterbacks. And before you get out of here, I've got a toss-up question to ask you, which might be one of the most difficult questions that I've ever asked you. We got our guy Nate Taylor joining us in studio. Keep it right here. So drive. The Drive with Carrington Harrison, brought to you by Deep Esquale Moore. Car, truck, or motorcycle wreck? Remember, Mike's got this on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers over think your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new hyundai santa fe visit hyundaiusa.com for more details hyundai there's joy in every journey This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now the Chiefs, third down and goal to go. The football between the four and five of Baltimore. Tyreek Hill is now in the backfield after shifting. Sprint on action. They shovel it into the sausage. Touchdown, Kansas City. An inside shovel pass. The sausage surprises the Ravens on a five-yard touchdown shovel to the sausage, Anthony Sherman. And the Chiefs have two drives, two touchdowns. We have Nate Taylor of The Athletic, who covers the Kansas City Chiefs in studio, getting you ready for the AFC Championship game. Let's talk about these quarterbacks and what it means for each of them, respectively. I don't think that there is a negative in this game for Patrick Mahomes. Far too accomplished. This is looked at as a quote-unquote down year. You're the underdog on the road. I don't think that there is a negative in this game for Mahomes. But if he takes this team to the Super Bowl, oh. that was 17th in scoring yep. and lost to the Las Vegas Raiders one month ago. On Christmas. One month ago, right. they lost to the Las Vegas Raiders. He might be Tom Brady, man. <laughs> he really, <laughs> he, he might, really might be Tom Brady. Look, man, I'm not saying that the Baltimore Ravens are the, what was it, the 2006 Detroit Pistons, but... It might happen, dog. It might happen where he could come in and he won't miss, you know. Um, it's it's a great point. I mean, I want to just remind people that the, the year that Lamar Jackson has had is the year that I've been dreaming for. Because the last two years, man, I've heard, you know, we talked about it. Carrington, I've heard, like, man, people kind of down on Lamar. I don't know. It's, it's like, y'all don't understand how talented this dude is. And, and you know, Thank the Lord. He stayed healthy. You know, he changed some of his offseason routine, got a little bit stronger uh, so that he could take on the, the hits. He's still incredibly smooth when he's out of the pocket. And, of course, his entire narrative is built upon the fact that, like, hey, nobody want to nobody give me a contract. Nobody wants to give me a contract, I guess, similar to Deshaun Watson, despite the fact that I've been way talent, I've been way more talented than Deshaun Watson has ever been. And I understand NFL teams are like, but we're not the Cleveland Browns. So he went through this whole thing back and forth. Uh, he agreed to his deal the day of the draft. Um, and they gave him Odell Beckham. They did the right thing, and they didn't trade down. They took Zay Flowers at an adequate spot in the draft and have developed him really well. I think it's also amazing, too, that we all – I mean, Carrington, you know who the wide receiver coach is for the Ravens. I mean, Greg Lewis – he know how to coach him up. He, you know, left the Chiefs. Um, you know, he he was supposed to 
be a part of Eric Bieniemy's staff in Washington. Things got a little tricky, and he signed with John Harbaugh and the Ravens and has done a really nice job with the receiving crew. So this is a apex moment for Lamar Jackson if he wins on Sunday. Yeah, I think for Mahomes, this is like I think he is in the like growing the legend business. Like you remember on Chappelle's show, they talked about that aura that was around Rick James, <laughs> that orange glow. Like Mahomes has, like you yes. talk to enough NFL players. Oh man, they talk about Mahomes different than they talk about all the other yes. players, which makes sense. Like he is proven that he is different. Yes, he is him in a league full of hymns. He is that guy. If you win this Super Bowl and you get your third and your fourth appearance, it just continues to grow the legend where if they win the Super Bowl this year, he is locked into third all time. Brady is still one. Uh-huh. You are still chasing Montana. Sure. You cannot argue any other quarterback's resume in the history of the NFL over Patrick Mahomes if they That's win the Super wild. Bowl this season. That's wild, man. Because it's, it's, it's wild because it's so true. And... Um, we need to remind the audience, Carrington, that this man is healthy. I, I I saw what he didn't have to prove a single thing to me after last year. Um, because it was this time a year ago that I said, I don't know, man. Like he's he's he he's he's carrying so much and the ankle injury, like he wouldn't be playing if it was the regular season and you know the Bengals are very good. I don't, I don't know, man. And then, outside of one ball slipping through his hands because it was cold, he was exceptional. He chose the perfect moment to use his legs to get a first down to get them into field goal range, of course. Um, and then, with two more weeks of treatment, was flawless in the second half, Carrington. Like I know people are going to say, well, you know, Baltimore hasn't had a AFC Championship game since 1971, and Everybody from Baltimore is going to come through, and it's going to be jumping in the building. Man, he had one incompletion in the second half of the Super Bowl last year, and he's healthier this year. So if he wins, if the Chiefs win, if he plays another game similar to even last week, right, where um, they were averaging 10 yards a play (laughs) through the first 45 minutes of the game, Uh, I know Baltimore has a better defense than Buffalo, but if he plays anywhere close to what he's been so far in the postseason, they have a a massive chance to win because he is not taking sacks and he has not turned the ball over. And outside of some windy throws in Buffalo, he's been been excellent. So um, if the game is close, they know. If the game is close in the fourth quarter, Baltimore will say, oh, my God. Like, they will kind of know because he's proven it year after year after year. So, um, if he takes this team to the Super Bowl, it's a, it's honestly a, it's not, it's not necessarily a crowning achievement, but it's just a, it's a reminder for everybody to appreciate his, his skill level, his mentality, his decision making, um, just the brilliance of what he can do when there's, only a winner go home scenario. This is not basketball. This isn't hockey. This isn't like a pitcher who gets, you know, game one, game four, game seven, if necessary. I mean, he's getting, he's getting everybody's best, and um, he's still the best quarterback in the league. And that's why Lamar Jackson said what he said on Wednesday. I hate playing this man, Lamar. You don't. You're not on defense. You're not a DB. <laughs> Think about the DBs. Think about the linebackers. Like, uh, but his point is understandable because uh again the only time he's lost this game him being Patrick Mahomes he got his team to overtime um so I won't be surprised if they win Carrington because I know who the better quarterback in this game is I know who the better coach in this game is I know who the better field goal kicker is and as I said earlier I think I know who has the better secondary so it's definitely possible for the Chiefs to win this game and um It'll be a weird ending for just an incredible year for Lamar Jackson, but you'll just be reminded that, like, hey, that guy is that good. Um, So let's see if they get to the Super Bowl. Uh, Because if they do get to the Super Bowl and you give two weeks to prepare, I mean, why would I not pick them to win that game too? I'm picking whoever wins the AFC championship game against either team, whether it's San Francisco. So you're going to tell me Lamar against Brock Purdy, Patrick Mahomes against Brock Purdy and the Lions. I think the Lions are a very good football team. I would take either one yes. of the teams. 
I mean, it, if you're Lamar and you lose this, there's still a big hole in your resume. And people, even though you have won two MVP awards, people are still going to question you. If your two postseason wins are against Ryan Tannehill and C.J. Stroud, yes. that is not how we measure greatness. No. We measure greatness in games like this, head-to-head against another great team that has another great quarterback and a great coach. Mm. You beat D'Amico Ryans and Matt Vrabel. For Mike Vrabel in a game. You beat Ryan Tannehill and C.J. Stroud. Beat Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes in one of these kind of games. You lost the game earlier in your career to Josh Allen and Sean McDermott. Yep. Lamar Jackson has had an incredible start to his career. If they lose this game, there is still going to be a big, clear hole, and people are still going to question Lamar. But if you play well in this game and you win this game, you go to the Super Bowl, you have the MVP, and you can close this thing out. You will be in a class that very few quarterbacks have. And you I, if if the Ravens win this, it solidifies Lamar Jackson as a Hall of Famer. If you got two MVPs and a Super Bowl ring, we don't got to debate Lamar oh, Jackson for sure. anymore. Yeah. He is going to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Yeah. I mean, outside of longevity, I think he pretty much already is a Hall of Famer in terms of talent. Uh, again, you just want to see the longevity and the consistency. Um, man. They, the Chiefs have not given up 30 points all year. So that is just that is the that is the barometer. That's the marker. Can Lamar Jackson get the Ravens to score 27 points, 28, 30, 31? Because if you do that, that gives you a great chance to beat the Chiefs. But, and and I mean just Kansas City's offense. I don't think they're scoring 31 points on Sunday. But we know that Andy Reid does like to save his bet. Like this is a this is this is pull everything out of the playbook kind of game. Like, if there's any little advantage you got, show it. Uh, you got two weeks to prepare for whoever in the Super Bowl. Like, if they got more trick players, which I believe they do, now is the time to show them, um, them being the Chiefs and Andy Reid. But, like, I do get the sense, too, that, like, man, if if you can get 28 points when nobody else has gotten 28 points all year, that does demonstrate how excellent you've been this season. Um I know Lamar didn't turn over the football. I know that he got sacked a couple times, and they only had 10 points at halftime. He, he got to play a little bit better in the first half versus what we saw against the Houston Texans. And I know that's a little bit of the rest versus rust debate when you're the one seed and you don't have to play in week 18. But Carrington, the, the, last, the last test is it's six minutes on the clock, you are down three, or it's a tie game, or you're only up four. And that guy is probably going to get at least one more opportunity to touch the ball. So you know this drive is the entire season. And we just saw Josh Allen fail that test last week. That, that's, <laughs> that is it. That is my exact point. And for all the brilliance of Peyton Manning, it took him multiple times to go through that. And so one of the – one of my favorite AFC championship games is the 2000, I believe, six AFC championship. The Patriots have to go to Indianapolis for the first time in this rivalry. And Peyton Manning had to take them down the field in the fourth quarter to win that game. Now, ultimately, Tom Brady threw a game in the interception. But the point is, Tom Peyton Manning had never done it before until that moment. And so if that happens, that could be Lamar Jackson's moment. Um but Chris Jones is a pretty good closer in the fourth quarter. The Chiefs' defense has not given up back-breaking touchdowns much at all this year, late in the fourth quarter. And you know Steve Spagnuolo's probably got one or two more tricks that he could show you in that time frame or two. So it's a great test for Lamar um, if he can pass it. Because if he passes it, yeah, you've done what people wanted Peyton Manning to do for so many years. And it, and it was so rewarding and so fulfilling because you had watched the struggle. You had watched him fail multiple times in the postseason so it's a it's a pretty big moment for Lamar man but you just know based on the Chiefs defense and what Mahomes and Andy Reid can do to keep you afloat you're probably gonna have the ball with six seven minutes left and this is the moment and let's see it and if you can get all the answers correct and if you can pass the test then yeah to your point Carrington you are you have reached the Super Bowl you're 60 minutes away from sort of uh cementing your legacy within the history of the NFL and you are a, you are the quarterback who can say I beat a team led by Patrick Mahomes in the AFC Championship, perhaps even in regulation, and then 
we took it one step further and we won the Super Bowl. Right now, we're joined in studio by Nate Taylor of The Athletic. Coming up on the other side, I've got a toss-up question to ask you about the Ravens. I'll also get your keys to the game. We got Nate Taylor of The Athletic joining us in studio. Keep it right here. It's The Drive. You're listening to The Drive with Carrington Harrison. Remember to follow the show on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by Deep Esquale Moore. Car wreck? Get the money you deserve. Mike's got this on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 27-20, Kansas City. They have first down and goal to go at the Raven two-yard line. Make a hand, a short roll, throwback, left wide open, Eric Fisher, a tackle eligible, Eric Fisher, the fish, jumps out of the pond and goes into the sweet nectar of the end zone, touchdown, Kansas City on a tackle eligible to Eric Fisher. Right now, we're joined in studio by Nate Taylor of The Athletic. All right, I have two final questions before I get you out of here. Number one. You can add one of these Raven greats in their prime. You could add Jonathan Ogden, Ray Lewis, or Ed Reed to this version Ooh. of the Kansas City Chiefs. Woo-hoo! What player would you add? Ed Reed in a heartbeat, baby. Oh, let's freelance our hearts to our hearts content. Um, guys, I don't think people understand how good Ed Reed was back in the day. Hey, I'm going to just do my own thing. Um, one of my favorite, uh, I guess, analyst peers is Dominique Foxworth, and uh, I've talked to him several times about the Ed Reed experience playing next to him as the corner. What are you doing? I got a pick. I know, but what the hell was that? Hey, I'm just film study. Um, can you imagine if they had Ed Reed uh, behind Tripp McDuffie and LeJarrius Need and Joshua Williams and Jalen Watt, uh, Jalen Watson? It'd be amazing. Um, I know people, most people might say Jonathan Ogden because uh, yeah, I mean, you'd have maybe one of the five greatest yes. left tackles. Of I'm all about time. having fun, man. <laughs> Give me them picks, baby. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's, I mean, no disrespect to Justin Reed and, and Mike Edwards. Brian Cook obviously had a great season before his injury. Uh, but, yeah, Ed Reed would be amazing. My next question is, give me your keys to the game. For me with Kansas City, it's two major keys. Number one, continue to remain balanced. You have to run the football yes. effectively. Yes. If this is a game on Monday that we are talking about, Isaiah Pacheco had 11 carries for 47 oh, yards. Oh, no. They lost. They lost. Yeah, they lost. They lost. <laughs> they, they, lost. Right. they lost the game in that scenario. I would also say it has been unscripted runs for Lamar Jackson. They only called four design runs against Houston. Mm. He ran for 100 yards in the game. He had seven unscripted runs. 
you and I both know it's going to be a third and five, and that's when he is the most dangerous yeah. of when he could potentially take off and flip the field. Those are two keys of the game for me. Can you continue to maintain your formula, and can you contain those unscripted runs for Lamar? Yeah, complete agreement with you. Um, my couple would be, uh, and I said this earlier, but, like, man, you got it. They've got to find – if it's Joe Cullen, Steve Spagnuolo, uh, Brendan Daly, the linebackers coach, uh, Dave Merritt's been a great, you know, secondary coach. I don't care who it is, but somebody's got to get in their minds on the defensive side that, like, if you tackle, we go to the Super Bowl. Like, it is, it seems so simple, and it's going to be incredibly hard, but if they just tackle well in space and limit, to your point, the explosive plays, they will go to the Super Bowl. Um, and then offensively, no bull bleep. You get to – I know the Chiefs are going to move the football. They have a amazing quarterback. They still have a very good offensive line. Uh, Pacheco, like you said, if they give him the ball, which they should, they're going to move the football. Then the question becomes, okay, when the space gets condensed in the red zone, either that trick play better be as fire, safe proof as possible that you're going to get, you know, a favorable matchup and no more nonsense run the right plays, get, continue to give the ball to Pacheco, don't waste red zone opportunities. Um, I just want to remind people that the Detroit Lions could not cover Puka Nakua the entire game. They had trouble covering Cooper Cup. They ran some dog plays in the red zone, and that's why they lost. And the reason the Detroit Lions, who everybody loves, including me, are one game away from the Super Bowl is because the Rams kept kicking field goals. And the Lions, when they got in the red zone, scored touchdowns. And I think this is where the game gets really, really magnified. Because I don't know. I mean, turnovers are fluky. Um, both teams have done a really good job, Chiefs and Ravens, at not you know, having a lot of penalties in their postseason victory or victories. So, okay. I expect Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid's play calling to guide you to the red zone. Everybody's got to execute now. If the ball does get to McCole Hardman, don't fumble. Um, if there's a chance for Travis Kelsey to make a play. And do you think they're going to give McCole another chance? Like, do you think he's a part of their game plan? He is a part of their game plan. I'm not sure they're going to give him a pop pass uh, jet sweep action near the red zone. I don't I don't know if that's going to happen. If he fumbles this week, you will hear the booze oh. from Tonganoxi. Oh, my goodness. Um I mean, he fumbled both times he touched the ball last week. Yes, pray for this man. Both times. Pray for this man, y'all. Like, I know that Kelsey was like, oh, it's my fault. No, it, it's not. It wasn't your Stop fault for the it. other fumble. Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 hey, everybody would like to block. Everybody wants a pancake when they block somebody. But you know what you did? You moved him out of the way enough that he should know how to secure the ball near the goal line, especially when he's in the corner of the field. And if you fumble into the end zone, everybody knows it's a touchback. Everybody knows the rules. Um, yes, Andy loves a comeback story. Andy loves redemption. I get it. But it's more likely that his role is, wow, McCole Hardman is downfield. He's got a couple steps on, you know, so-and-so in the secondary. And will he catch it? And will he make up for his mistakes in that manner? I don't know if they're going to design specific touches for him in the red zone based on how poorly it went last week. Um, if you, if you had to lock in an X factor in this game, because in the game against Buffalo, you got 90 combined yards from MVS and Clyde Everett Hilaire. Yeah. Like you are not winning this game with just Kelsey Rice and Pacheco. You're going to need two other players to make plays. If I said like right now, who are the X factors for the Chiefs on offense? Who are your two picks? On offense? Okay. Um, it is Clyde just because uh, you're going to you're gonna need, you're gonna need valuable touches from him. And of course, he's been a really good Powerful running back in short yardage situations. That's been one of the more interesting developments. His over-under in rushing yards in this game is seven and a half. Seven and... Seems wild. I I mean, I got to take the over. Throwing a lot of money on that. <laughs> seven and a half? I mean... I mean, I'm not the biggest Clyde over the land fan. But I you mean, got to. I mean, yeah, you got you got to. What has to happen for him to hit the under? They basically just don't give him the ball. ball right, I mean, that'd be... They just don't give him the ball. That'd be wild. Um, You know... Justin Watson had one chance early in the game against Buffalo. He dropped it. He dropped it, and they were just like, okay, <laughs> moving on. So, I don't know. Maybe maybe Justin Watson has more of a say. Maybe he has two, you know, pretty impressive catches that extend the drive or uh, get the Chiefs, you know, uh, a touchdown. Because also, too, like, 
one of the one of the interesting things about I know we talked about Lamar scrambling so much, but in the red zone, I would also advise Patrick that like, hey, you guys are four of ten in the red zone. It's time for you to use your legs too. Like if it ain't there initially, hey man, let's make let's make some moves, let's make it shake, and who knows, maybe Justin Watson, you know. You guys make eye contact, and he finds the open space in the back of the end zone, and, and you score a touchdown that way. Uh, sometimes play design can only get you so far, and so you need your superstar quarterback to sort of take it. You know, you need, you need him to elevate. Um, and so if we expect Lamar Jackson to do that type of thing with his legs, um, it, you also should expect Patrick to be mindful of the fact that, like, hey, if it's third and six and it's not there, um, I need to, need to create something or I need to use my legs uh, to find a way to get in the end zone. That is our guy, Nate Taylor of The Athletic, joining us in studio, getting you ready for the AFC Championship game, man. Travel safe, man. Looking forward to, you know what? If you're on the show the next two weeks, yep. that means something went really good for I the know. Kansas City Chiefs. If not, then they lost. That's, uh, that's kind of <laughs> how this works. Uh, coming up on the other side, let's update you with all the injury information regarding the Kansas City Chiefs. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.